Uh, this is Daniel White III, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 673, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique standpoint, this unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement of the Holy Scriptures allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today, my beloved, we're reading Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 1 through 9. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you, Holy Father God, and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And I praise you and I thank you for preserving us to this day and uh, for allowing us to live to see this day. And Lord, help us not to think that we're better than others who have passed on, for we're not. We have just been blessed by you and your mercy and your grace. For young men are dying half my age and even younger. So are young women, children. Uh, but Lord, I thank you for allowing us to be blessed to uh, remain in the land of the living, to be of service to your kingdom and to you, our King. And help me and my family not to uh, take that for granted or to take that lightly. For, uh, Lord, I cannot imagine, I cannot imagine a family, as I have told my family many times, more blessed than we have been, more privileged and used than we have been. And so I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And uh, Holy Father God, I praise you and thank you for the millions, the many and the manifold blessings that you bestowed upon me and my family and upon the other people who are living in this audience, in this country and around the globe. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. 
And uh, Lord, I thank you for each and every one. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, on this Wednesday night, I thank you, Lord, for allowing us to see 500 Wednesday nights in this series, Praying Through the Bible. I give you all of the glory, the praise, and the honor. I thank you for all of my children who have helped me uh, to uh, do this series. I thank you especially for Daniel White IV, who helped me in the beginning, and Daniel Ezekiel White, my youngest son, who took over around halfway and uh, has helped uh, in the ministry uh, tremendously. I thank you, Lord, for my daughters as well. Sometimes they had to help me with the sermons and look up things for me. Down through the years, in this series and I give you the glory the praise and the honor and Holy Father God uh, Lord I didn't finish this series within a series tonight and so Lord we if you tarry your coming and if you would allow me to live by your grace we will continue this series on next Wednesday night and go deeper And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for those of us who are saved in my family and in this audience tonight and in this country and around the globe, uh, have mercy and grace upon us. Help us not to get the big head. Help us not to get puffed up. Help us not to uh, think of ourselves uh, above what we ought to think of ourselves. But Lord, for Jesus Christ's sake, to be humble and to ask you to forgive us of our sins, our failures, our faults. As we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. Crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us. Fill us all who are saved with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing of your Holy Spirit. And, uh, Lord, deliver each and every one of us who are saved from temptation, evil, and sin, even tonight. Crucify our flesh and the old man within us and fill us with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing of your Holy Spirit. Put a guard at our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes and our temperaments that we would not sin against you. And uh, Holy Father God, uh, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. I also pray that for those of us who are saved in my family, in this audience, in the country, and around the globe, for Lord, you have shown me, and we all know that everybody in the church is not saved. From your holy word, we know that. 
And Lord, I pray that you will help those of us who are saved to humble ourselves tonight, to pray, to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of the lost, including my wife, Marika White, uh, who by her lack of fruits and bad fruits, uh, Lord, as her only pastor and her only boss for all of these years, over 34 years, I believe that she's not saved and I'm concerned about her eternal soul. And I pray for her salvation. I pray that she would humble herself and uh, pray. Uh, she's already under my leadership, has done something that no one in her family has done, and that is to stay married for 34 years. And uh, over 34 years now, almost 35 years in a few days, by your grace and by the power of your leading me and to lead her. And so, Lord, I pray that as I told her today, uh, that she will uh, humble herself and get saved and dump her pharaohistic pride, which is very dangerous, dump her Jamaican pride, which is doubly very dangerous, and truly uh, believe in you and pray and ask you to save her soul. I pray that, Lord, for her mother, her aunts, her siblings. I pray that, Lord, for my mother and my siblings, for we have a family full of people, as I was, religious, church-going, thinking that we're saved, but lost, and on their way to a devil's hell. And I do not want to see that, but I do know the Pharaoh-style pride that causes them to know that they're in sin and know that they're not saved, but will, to save face, not admit it. And that part needs to happen as well for genuine salvation to take place. For we have to be lost before we get saved. Religion cannot save us. And so, Lord, I pray for their salvation, and I thank you for the liberty to pray for them publicly. I know it makes some people feel uncomfortable, but um, we're living in a time where we can't be concerned about that. People are dying and going to hell thinking that they're saved. And, Lord, I pray, not only in my family, but in the lives of family members who are listening to me live around the world, people uh, who are in this country and around the globe. And Lord, if the problems in our family uh, can be, we can be transparent about, or at least I can be transparent about by your grace, will help other people to realize their situation and their, the danger that they're in, then Lord, I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. I also pray for the salvation of the lost in this audience. Uh, in their families, in this country and around the globe, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving and mourning. 
and Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ also, uh, as has been the case today and even tonight. Uh, my wife is demon-possessed, demon-controlled, and she has no defenses, and it gets worse as she gets older. I know this is shocking to our sweet evangelical, sweet charismatic, and even sweet Baptist audience, but they know it can be true, and they know it is true. And, uh, and as I told her today, uh, that she is demon-possessed, demon-controlled, and therefore is constantly trying to hinder uh, your work. You've seen it with your own eyes. All of my children uh, that I had with my wife, all seven of them have seen it with their own eyes. Even though their in-laws are trying to change their minds about what took place, and trying to brainwash them, uh, which is uh, demonic. And uh, uh, I pray in itself. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I sincerely pray. As you know, Lord, I pray. I have I have prayed about this for over 34 years. I'm <clears throat> going on 35 years. For it is inexplicable otherwise, her behavior. And I thank you for showing me that I am not dealing with flesh and blood as I told her today to her face. I'm not mad at you. Uh, and that uh, I know what is behind this. And, uh, and I told her I love her. But she is demon possessed and demon controlled. And she has no defenses against it. And I even told her, as just a mere human being, you have given her common sense. You have given her instincts. You have given her um, a conscience. Use what, what you do have, even as a lost person, to behave yourself and, and stop trying to hinder God's work because it, that's not good for you. And Lord, as you know, I told her that today. And so I pray this way, and I thank you for giving me the liberty to do so. Uh, as you know, it's not designed to embarrass her. Uh, but I've been praying for behind the years, uh, behind the scenes all of these years. And you have given me liberty to pray about it now in hopes that it would help other people. Because you've shown me years ago now that there are many people in the church. The reason why we're in the mess we're in is because there are many people in the church who say they're saved and who think they're saved are lost. They have never been born again. As uh, I have told my wife privately, when you're not convicted about your sins and you're not convicted to the point of confessing your sins and being obedient and that uh, your sins don't hurt you enough to to convict you to change your ways and uh, God is not chastising you for your sins that means that you're a bastard you're not a child of God 
and uh, uh, and if you're not after 34 years in her case thinking that she would been saved for 40 something years uh, uh, you're not and you and you never get to the point of learning obedience like all born-again people do there's something wrong so I do pray uh, openly that you would open her blinded eyes and stop her deaf ears. Other people in our family on both sides, you would open their eyes. And I told her I was not only dealing with her about it and her family, but my own family, my own mother and my two sisters. For the for Lord, if they were saved, they would not be calling themselves an apostle in my mother's case, a bishop in my sister's case, my little sister has a legitimate title as a prophetess, if she is that. Um, and so, um, but if they, they're self-proclaimed, and all three of them are ruling over men in the church, and ruling over their own husbands, if they're not convicted about that, there's something wrong somewhere, uh, evidently in the salvation department. So, Lord God in heaven, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that, uh, and, and by them, my daughters and sons being influenced by both sides, uh, they can get their lives messed up following their bad examples and bad advice. And I pray that you will continue to protect them from that and from all other evil. Uh, inside the family and outside of the family. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray for the comfort of those who are grieving and mourning in this country and around the globe, in the thousands and yea, in the millions. And I pray uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for those of us who are saved tonight, Lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our feeble hearts and fill us tonight with your peace that pass of all understanding and your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind in this topsy-turvy world in which we live. For none of us can handle all of this without you. And so help us to pray without ceasing, to pray always, to continue instant in prayer, and to remember your word and your precept. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. And Holy Father God, I thank you, Lord, for reminding us once again tonight in the 500th message. in the Praying Through the Bible series that we can rejoice, we can glory in, and we can even take pleasure in our infirmities, tribulations, persecutions. Uh, we can joy in them and be thankful to you that we're counted worthy to go through these things. Uh, but at the same time, Lord, you have given us the liberty uh, to pray that those things that you are willing to remove, we pray that you would. Deliver us, Lord, therefore, 
from distresses and afflictions, cares and worries and anxieties, troubles, difficulties, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations and tests, persecutions and reproaches and infirmities. And Lord, we pray that you deliver us from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems for all of my children who are even in this day and time trying their best to get through and to finish what they started. And Lord, we, we are well on our way. And Lord, it has done wonders in their lives. Uh, the education that they have received and worked so hard to get. And uh, it has done wonders. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for how that the older uh, children who have graduated with bachelor's and master's degrees have passed their education and knowledge on down while the others are doing it as well. And Holy Father God, I do pray that you will, uh, uh, well, first I want to thank you for remembering mercy and grace and love in the midst of chastising us in the church and uh, rebuking us in the church, punishing us in the world to get our attention that you're on the throne and you're not going to tolerate evil and foolishness and sin like we have done in the church. But thank you, Lord, for allowing things to be as well as they are, for they could be very, very, uh, they could be very much worse than what they are. And so, Lord, I pray, Lord, tonight that you'll bless and protect us all, not only my family, but the families gathered around on various platforms and outlets, and uh, Christian families in the church, uh, in the country and around the globe, especially save those also who are lost, and protect my family, including all of my children, all of my offspring, Danny, Daniel, Danny, my daughter, Danny, the oldest daughter, with my wife, Daniel the fourth, Danita Evangeline, Danae Mary Louise, Daniqua Grace, Daniel Ezekiel, and Daniel Elizabeth Breedlove, uh, named after her great-grandmother, great-great-grandmother, and uh, Danielle Tequila, uh, Duran, and Quasia, and all of my offspring. I pray that you would save and bless and make sure that they're saved and help them to make sure that they're saved and that you would, and I pray for them as Job prayed for his children, and uh, yet they were destroyed. I pray, Lord, for a Abraham. I pray, uh, like Abraham, for his children as he commanded his children to follow you. And uh, thank you for leading me to do the same, but help them to understand that they can be destroyed if they turn away from you. 
and, con and, and not confess their sins and not repent. And so, Lord, therefore, I pray and I thank you and I pray, Lord, prepare us for good days and bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for uh, celebrations and tragedies. And Lord, you've blessed us with many celebrations. I have wonderful memories. And Lord, uh, I enjoyed the celebrations just as much as the children, if not more. And uh, I give you the glory for those wonderful memories. Uh, I remember, Lord, uh, the precious memory of every Wednesday night, Lord, for years, having spaghetti, having pizza, having popcorn, and with everything on it for years and years, which we all enjoyed and look forward to. Always, you blessed us with that. It was a miracle, oftentimes, that we were able to have that. And there were... Sometimes we had to buy the spaghetti, the spaghetti sauce in the can to make it work. And Lord, I give you glory, praise, and honor. And then, Lord, all of the Sunday celebration dinners we had. And Lord, you never failed us. We always had a fabulous Sunday celebration dinner after church. Always. You provided. I don't, I can't even, I don't even know how you did it. But you worked a divine miracle every Sunday. Uh, as I have been preaching by faith for many years. And you provided a Sunday dinner, a wonderful Sunday dinner, uh, every Sunday after church. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor. And I thank you, Lord, for my oldest daughters cooking those wonderful meals so many times, Danny and Anita. And uh, I give you the glory, praise, and honor, Lord, for the precious memories that I live on each and every day that you have floating through my mind every day. Lord, I pray that you'll give this gift to every father and every mother who uh, do their job as parents of their children. And Holy Father God, because it's so real and it's so vivid, those precious memories. <clears throat> and then, Holy Father God, place upon us all the whole arm of God. And Lord, prepare us, rather, Lord, prepare us for also weddings and funerals, life and death. And Lord, I pray that you will lay upon us the whole arm of God, place upon us the whole arm of God tonight, and uh, uh, surround us in our various houses and abodes with your protection, a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray, help us to always give you the glory, praise, and honor, and lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and give him the glory, praise, and honor as well, due unto his name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to 
read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible, at Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 1 through 9. We are still using a backup system. Uh, uh, hopefully, after having bought some new equipment, uh, my son Daniel Ezekiel, uh, who was here tonight, will get that uh, going so that the picture would be clearer. Uh, now, the picture may not be as clear as the uh, old camera, uh, but the sound is out of this world. And that's one of the reasons why we have not bothered him to even change it. Uh, uh, the camera picture is much better. But I'm more interested in your hearing it clearly. Uh, my wife, Marika White, told me that the sound was like 60% better. I said, well, what kind of sound did we have before? Another thing that has happened, the little buffering that some of you have experienced, uh, you, we, we don't experience that now. So I guess this is a more direct situation. Now, I'm thinking that the iPhone is, is so powerful that if my son would set that up, and as long as we can hit all of our various platforms, that picture will be just as good as this old camera because it's a newer iPhone. And I don't know how to hook it up, but he would have to do that. Uh, show us how. Show my beloved. Bear with us as we go through some tribulations. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 1 through 9. For all this I considered in my heart, even to declare all this, that the righteous and the wise and their works are in the hand of God. No man knoweth either love or hatred by all that is before them. All things come alike to all. There is one event to the righteous and to the wicked, to the good and to the clean and to the unclean, to him that sacrificeth, and to him that sacrificeth not. As is the good, so is the sinner, and he that sweareth as he that feareth an oath. This is an evil among all things, that are done unto the Son, that there is one event unto all. Yea, also the heart of the sons of men is full of evil and madness is in their heart. While they live, and after that they go to the dead. For to him that is joined to all the living there is hope. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. For the living know that they shall die, but the dead know not anything, neither have they any more a reward for the memory of them is forgotten.
Also their love and their hatred and their envy is now perished. Neither have they any more a portion forever in anything that is done under the sun. Go thy way, eat thy bread with joy, and drink thy wine with a merry heart, for God now accepteth thy works. Let thy garments be always white, and let thy head lack no ointment. Live joyfully with the wife whom thou lovest all the days of the life of thy vanity, which he hath given thee under the sun all the days of thy vanity, for that is thy portion in this life and in thy labor which thou takest under the sun. Glory be to God. Uh, Solomon, let me just say this as I, before I pray. Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, he said over and over and over again that you, life is full of vanity, but the one thing that God will give you, and I, I have enjoyed this in my life thoroughly, and I believe that people who are saved and who have the wisdom of God will enjoy it too because everything else is vanity. Enjoy your meal. I don't understand why people don't enjoy, don't look forward to a good meal and enjoy it. And uh, enjoy a good glass of wine with your meal. Yes, I'm talking to Christians. Some of you Baptist preachers who are taking all kinds of medications. You'll be better off drinking a glass of wine. A dry cab. A dry uh, Merlot. With your meal only. And just one glass. You'll be alright. And you'll be healthier for it. And uh, enjoy your wife. Now Solomon said that you loveth. Okay, whether you, uh, and, and, and you ought to love her. Uh, you may not be in love, but love your wife. And enjoy her being there with you. And uh, even though she, in, like in my case, may be a problem. At least she's not a problem when it comes down to sex. Enjoy that. And, uh, and enjoy what God has blessed you with to enjoy. That's all. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you so much for your holy word. As you know, Lord, I normally don't make a comment uh, in uh, the reading of it uh, or even after it. But uh, this has been said at least three times so far in this book. And I believe it's very important for your people to enjoy what they can enjoy in this life. This life that is full of vanity. Your servant, the wisest man who ever lived, said, And you said, Lord Jesus Christ, in this world, be of good cheer, for I have, in this life you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Uh, 
And so, Lord, help us to enjoy what we can in this life. And then when we, as Solomon talked about tonight, when we die uh, uh, from this life of vanity, we can enjoy you forever. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, beloved, when I was a teenager, I wanted to get wisdom and knowledge. So I set out uh, to read the Big Family Bible that was kept in the living room and that many families had in those days. We don't see them much today, but these are huge Bibles. But I couldn't get past Genesis chapter 2 before I got bored with reading the Bible. I just could not understand it. I found out later in life that you have to believe on Christ and get saved before you can understand the Holy Word of God, the Bible. So, so here is how I became a Christian, and here is how you can too. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law, the God who created the heaven and the earth. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact, dear friend, that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sin. Our bodies go to a grave. Our soul goes to hell because of our sin if we don't trust in Christ Jesus as our Savior. And that leads me to my third point. Thirdly, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew, 10, uh, Matthew 18, 8. Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 18, verse 8, in the Holy Word of God. Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Holy Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. <clears throat> now hell in the lake of fire, dear friends, is bad news. Uh, but I have some good news for you. 
Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who took away the sins of the world, said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul and to change your life so that you can understand the Bible better and learn it and do it and be blessed by it and Jesus will save you today. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, you, shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you are willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, believing in your heart that he is the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world and that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead. Please pray with me this simple prayer and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day early one Sunday morning. Repeat after me the sinner's prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins, and today I choose to turn from my sins. With your help, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, and rose on the third day. I trust Jesus Christ as my Savior, and by your grace I will follow him as Lord from this day forward. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life today. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. 
Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Dear friend, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.